हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू स्टडी आई क्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट दीपांश मुरजानी इन द लास्ट एपिसोड वी डिस्कस्ड राइट टू इक्वालिटी एज अ फंडामेंटल राइट ऑल आर न्यू लिसनर्स फॉर क्लियरिंग देयर डाउट्स कैन लिसन टू आर प्रीवियस एपिसोड इन टूडेज एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वी विल डिस्कस राइट टू फ्रीडम राइट अगेंस्ट एक्सप्लाइटेशन राइट टू फ्रीडम ऑफ रिलीजन एंड कल्चरल एंड एजुकेशनल राइट्स सो डियर लिसनर्स टाइटन योर बेल्ट बिकॉज इट इज टाइम फॉर द पॉडकास्ट ऑफ द डे सर आफ्टर अंडरस्टैंडिंग राइट टू इक्वेलिटी नाउ वी आर क्यूरियस टू अंडरस्टैंड राइट टू फ्रीडम वॉट आर इट्स प्रोविजन्स एंड आर देयर एनी रीजनेबल रेस्ट्रिक्शंस Freedom is a condition where you have every right to perform whether what is your choices in the sphere that what do you want to think what opinion you want to hold what religion you want to follow in this right you have every freedom to perform your opinions and your actions according to your will the right to freedom is one of the fundamental rights guaranteed by the constitution of india it is very important to understand what are the rights entitled and which rights are included for you there are six fundamental rights enshrined in the constitution are considered essential for the functioning of indian democracy the right to freedom gives citizens basic freedom with respect to speech expression form of association freedom of personal liberty freedom to live a life of dignity etc it is important to understand the scope of these rights and what are the reasonable restrictions included in these rights the right to freedom guarantees freedom for citizens to live a life of dignity among the other things these are given in article 19 20 21a and article 22 of the indian constitution first we will discuss about article 19 article 19 guarantees six freedoms they are namely first freedom of speech and expression where the state guarantees freedom of speech and expression to every person of india however the state can impose restrictions on the freedom of speech and expression in the interest of integrity security sovereignty of the country and even these reasonable restrictions are provided to protect friendly relations with foreign nations and these reasonable restrictions are more importantly are to maintain public order the next freedom is freedom of assembly the state guarantees every person the freedom to assemble peacefully without any arms however as above we have seen some reasonable restrictions to any right these are some reasonable restrictions to assemble in the interest of sovereignty of the nation integrity of the country and most importantly to maintain public order to understand in a very layman terms we have to understand that whenever you have right to assemble there you cannot disturb the public order in the case of farmer protest farmers have assembled on the roads but they have created the disturbance in public order so it was against freedom of assemble the third right is freedom to form association unions and cooperative societies again the state can impose restrictions in the interest of integrity security and sovereignty of the country and it also promotes friendly relations with foreign nations 
the workers have right to form trade union which is thus a fundamental right for them however the police forces act 1966 prohibits police personnel from forming any trade union the next right is freedom to move freely a citizen of india can move freely throughout the territory of india but this right can also be restricted on the grounds of security of the nation public order is the most important and then the restrictions to protect interest of scheduled tribe areas fifth right is freedom of residence indian citizen can reside in the any part of the country although restrictions can be imposed on the grounds of security public order or protecting the interest of scheduled tribes you cannot go and reside into the areas which are very pristine and very unique to the scheduled tribes of that region the sixth important right in this is freedom of profession that means all citizens have the right to carry on any trade or profession occupation provided that this trade or occupation is not illegal and it does not promote any immoral acts or goals for the society also the laws does not prevent the state from making laws related to technical or professional qualification required for practicing the occupation of trade in recent times we have seen that there was a internet shutdown in various parts of the country and due to this many online professionals and the occupation who runs through the internet services they were called upon that freedom of profession is important for them and right to access to internet is very important for their profession article 20 is the next article article 20 deals with the protection of citizens in respect of conviction for offenses this provide for three types of protection to that individual against the state the first restriction is retrospective criminal legislation what does this mean this is also known as ex post facto criminal legislation this means under this a person cannot be convicted for an act that was committed at the time when the act had not been declared by law as an offense so the act or any crime which has been done today this means in layman terms when a person commits that act or that crime the second provision is double jeopardy which is this indicates that a person cannot be convicted for the same offense more than once so he cannot be convicted for the same crime twice the third provision is prohibition against self incrimination this implies that no person accused of an offense shall be compelled by the state to bear witness against himself only the article 21 is very important for the upsc aspirants it is because in the previous years of upsc questions both in prelims as well as in mains article 21 holds importance and upsc tend to ask questions on article 21 article 21 states that no person shall be deprived of his life and personal liberty by state except as per the procedure established by law this article has a wide scope and its interpretation has undergone many changes over the decade the supreme court has interpreted the right to life as the right to a dignified life this is the most important right in one sense because without this right 
life of all other fundamental rights would be meaningless it is this article that differentiates between police state and constitutional state article 21a is about the article that introduced by 86th constitutional amendment act in 2002 it provides that the state shall provide free and compulsory education to all children between the age of 6 to 14 years the next important article is article 22 this article deals with the protection against the arrest and detention in certain cases so i would like to explain there are two types of detention one is punitive detention and another is preventive detention in punitive detention one gets detained after he gets convicted and in preventive detention he is being arrested before or in the anticipation of happening any mishapening or any crime so let's understand article 21 is applicable to both citizens and non citizen this provision extends certain procedural safeguards for individuals in the case of an arrest it comes into picture that after a person has been arrested it is not a fundamental right against detention and arrest so in first case punitive detention is detention after a trial as i have discussed preventive detention is a detention without trial and before any mishapening happened the idea behind this is to prevent an individual from committing any crime this means that the person can be detained on the grounds of suspicion and in these conditions they have some common rights to them that means they can be informed on the grounds they have been detained number 2 they have every right for legal services and in preventive detention a person cannot be remain detained for more than 3 months unless and until an advisory body permits that our next fundamental right is right against exploitation so whenever right against exploitation is discussed we believe that it is related to human trafficking and forced labor however can you discuss some points which become relevant from examination point of view right against exploitation starts with article 23 which says prohibition of traffic in human beings and forced labor this article 23 gives protection against private actions as well article 23 put on compulsions arising from economic reasons are also included there are some exceptions such as compulsory military service can be enforced and under article 24 which is prohibition of employment of children in factories this article is very important in terms of child development in the sphere of economy society and even in a mental health state however this article does not prohibit employment in harmless activities this article prohibits anyone who employ children in hazardous and very dangerous places or factories as an employee The Commission for Protection of Child Rights Acts 2005 was enacted to provide for a national commission and state commission for child rights. Next on the cards is right to freedom of religion. Sir, whenever religion is discussed, it is said that India is quite different from other countries because in India there is no religion of state and all the religions are equally treated. So can you discuss the provisions of this fundamental right? and are there any restrictions imposed on citizens under this category the first right 
under freedom of religion is Article 25, which gives freedom of conscience and free profession, practice and propagation of religion is mentioned. There is no forcible conversion is allowed through this act. However, it is available for both citizens and non-citizens. It covers both rituals and practices of any particular religion to guarantee it as a freedom. It guarantees right of individual. That means this is protecting your individual choices. What is you have to conscience, which religion you want to profess, which religious practices you want to adopt and which religion you want to propagate. It is your individual right. State can only regulate these religious institutions. State can provide for social welfare and reforms to enhance the freedom of religion. Under Article 26, it is right to freedom to manage religious affairs. This is a community right, which means the community will able to manage its own religious affairs. This gives right to establish various institutions which are religious. This is also that they can own the property which is movable or immovable in nature. And this kind of property also can be administered by them. Article 27. Freedom from payment of taxes for promotion of religion. No person shall be compelled to pay any taxes for religious purposes, which prohibits the state from being biased towards a particular religion. State can, however, charge fees for secular administration or special services. Imagine any temple is there and funds are getting to that temple trust. So, state cannot ask or demand taxes from those religious trusts. However, if state is providing any security services or any other services to these religious institutions, state can charge the fees for it. Under Article 28, freedom from attending religious instructions is given. It divides educational institutions into four categories. First, wholly maintained by state. That means, which is all run by state. In these institutions, religious instructions is not permitted. The second type is recognition by state. The institutions which are only recognized by state can have religious instructions, but there is no restrictions and they can have it on voluntary basis. Third type is receive aids by the state. That means some money is getting to that institution by state and they can have religious instructions but however they can be in a voluntary basis the fourth type is administered by state but established under a religious endowment in this there is no restrictions on religious instructions in this episode of the podcast the last fundamental right that we are going to discuss is cultural and educational rights Sir, what are the provisions which our constitution provides under this fundamental right? Under Article 29, protection of interest of minorities is mentioned. Any section of citizens having a distinct language, script or culture have a right to protect the same. According to Supreme Court, it is not restricted to religious and cultural minorities, but includes all section of citizens. No citizen shall be denied admissions into educational institutions fully or partially funded by state on the grounds of only religion, race, caste or language. However, under Article 30, rights of minorities to establish 
and administer educational institutions is mentioned. All minorities shall have right to establish and administer educational institutions of their choice. However, the term minority is not defined in the constitution. Sir, thank you for your explanations. Dear listeners, it is time to wrap up this episode of the podcast. We will be back soon with another episode and in that episode we are going to discuss right to constitutional remedies. Till then, stay connected with Study IQ, keep studying. You can listen to this podcast on various audio streaming platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcast, Hubhopper, Apple Podcast, Cuckoo FM, etc. Links are pinned in the comment section below. Thank you.